So, hey, what's going on, people? <laughs> you know what night it is. It is Tuesday night, and you are back with the brothers from the 818, fresh out of uh, uh, Pacoima, California, uh, right in the heart of San Fernando Valley, a little city within the city, uh, suburb of Los Angeles, Southern California, uh, United States of America, where we just came off the first presidential debate. <laughs> Think about all that, bringing it up, right? Right. Um, you know who I am. My name is Dave. As you know, I am here with my man, 50 Grand. Caleb, what's going on with you, man? What's up, Dave? Hey, man, I love how you tied it all together, man. You know, put a coin on, on the map is a little dot, man. But you you tied us, you, you kind of wove it all into the fabric of the United States. And, you know, on the night where we're having this debate, perfect, man, because we got two guys from that, from that area, that 818, that 91331. And we're going to talk about that debate as well. You know, that's what's up. I was, uh, I wish we had had a chance to chop it up earlier because I was like, yo, man, we should do the show live while the debate is going on, right? Just to go at it. But honestly, we could have, looking, looking at the content from it, I don't want to go too deep into that because that's what we're going to talk about. We could have because you couldn't understand anything they were saying anyway. But I was really more so than any time else in tune. Like, I really want to see what's going on. And not because who are just loading some Obama or want to see what's going to happen, but like engaged because this is what I thought was going to be something real. And, and again, I, I will get to that. We can, we can pull it back up. Um, but how you doing, man? What's going on? I, I only, I only think I got to talk to you that much this week. What's happening with you? Man, I'm good, man. Um, Lucas, he turned, uh, he turned two and uh, we celebrated him turning two and uh, the wife is home and we're happy about that. And you know, life is good, man. No complaints. How about you? About the same, man. Um, so today's Tuesday. Today, uh, my, my district opened back up. So I okay. um, started our, our hybrid program. Um, I remember why I love my job today, man. And so seeing the students on campus, being able to interact, and it was very distant, less students than normal. There'll be another group tomorrow. Um, another group today after that and so forth. But um, today was a good day. At the end of the day, I felt victorious, man. I was like, man, this is what we've been missing. The reason why we're here. It's like, you know, if, if you used to getting a bonus check every year and you don't get it, 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 it kind of makes you question, what am I doing? I'm getting a paycheck, yes, but what am I doing and what is it working towards? Well, our bonus checks are just seeing the students, man, and watching them interact. And so it was a beautiful day today. I, I, I felt real good up until about uh, 6 o'clock, 6.15. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, things are really well. It's been good. It's been good. Hey, tell me, how, how does that look? How does that look for someone that's not in your district? I'm certainly not in the, in the where you live. But uh, you said that someone is going to come in, you know, a group of students coming in on um, Tuesday, another group on Wednesday, another group on Thursday. And are they just going to continue to rotate that? Is that group that came in on Tuesday coming back in on Friday? Help me out. Okay, so it's Monday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday. Wednesday is kind of a catch-up day. Um, and the days you're not on campus, you're doing home learning. So you're actually asynchronous. You're, uh, oh, sorry, synchronous. You're logged on through Zoom or whatever the scenario may be, and you're engaged with not only the teacher, but the rest of the students who are in class. So it's yeah. half the students on campus at a time. Lunchtime, they're separated by six feet. They have to walk certain paths so people aren't crossing and intermingling throughout the campus. Um, truly, I have less questions because I'm so involved in the process that I see 
the safety and the responsibility that's being taken. And I have no qualms about sending my children to that environment. If I was outside the school district, again, just being mm. a parent, I don't know. Because right? I wouldn't have access to the knowledge I do. All I know is I'm sending my kid back to school. <laughs> and, and what does that really look like now? Right. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what your electricity bill is, but I just paid mine today. And I, I need my kids to get out the house because you know I'm tired of heating up or cooling down my house during the day because there's people in it. But I'm not going to let my boys sit here and sweat. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do what you got to do. You're going to sweat over that bill, but you, they can, <laughs> you know, um, I'm thinking about charging my, my, my job, uh, sending them a bill because my electricity bill is higher, right? My AC is running all the time. I'm using my, my home printer. In fact, I, I had to replace the printer because I was using it so much. I'm using ink, right? Using uh, um, lighting and, and power and everything else, man. So, you know, maybe I should send them a bill and see what, whether or not I... And get paid, man. If I get paid, I'll let you know. Hey, I don't even want to know. Let me just ask you this. Can you go to work or they won't let you go in? Oh, they, they'll let us go to work, but but it's not encouraged. It's actually kind of like discouraged. Oh, okay. I'm like, because if they, you know, my job would be like, you can come to work. You know, you don't have to work from home. Mm. Um, and I don't get to really, I, I, and I do have the option, but it's better for me to be there. But the bottom line is, wherever I am, my kids are still here because they not, you're not taking care of them during the day. So you got to. Yeah. So yeah, man. If you get that bill, you you buy it. That's all. I, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. Go, I don't think it's gonna happen. So all good, all good. So yo, man. A couple of things I wanna uh, hit you up on um, today. Uh, 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 middle child, my my middle child. He um, he did a search on Google for okay. them brown girls. Remember them? Yeah, I remember them brown girls. Uh, shout out to them brown girls, uh, my baby girl, Lana, and uh, her bestie, Tonya, uh, the brown sisters. Um, their uh, podcast launches tomorrow, 5 p.m. So their format's a little different from ours. You know, they know they're dropping it at 5 o'clock every Wednesday. You know, we come in and, and, and get it done tonight, and it's going to be up sometime tomorrow, hopefully sooner than, than later. Um, but they've done their thing. They, you know, got a nice little operation going in, a camera person, you know, they got big things happening. You know, we, we, we budget podcasting over here, right? <laughs> uh, they have headsets, they have a mic, they have lighting, they have makeup. Exactly. So they doing the whole nine. Uh, but yeah, that drops tomorrow. So big shout out to them brown girls. Them brown girls. Yeah, man. I'm going to check that out. Uh, but anyway, so Preston looked up. Uh, them brown girls, and the first thing was them. The second thing was us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it was uh, them brown girls, their podcast, and then it was the episode they did with us. So, them brown girls hosted by brothers from the eight one eight, and then I think the third one was the picture of us from uh, from uh, high school that we used to use um, as our, you know, our image. So also, you know, to the people out there, um, no one's ever said anything, so I don't know if you noticed, but while you're watching this video, um, look in the lower right-hand corner and just tell me what you see. And if you, and you might have to be full screen to see it, but look in the lower right-hand corner, because I slid a little something in there. It's been there for 24 episodes. It's episode 24, bruh. It's been there for 24 episodes, and ain't nobody ever said, yo, man, What's up with the thing in the corner, you know? So I don't even know if you've ever seen it. You ever seen it? 
I don't know. Well, are you talking about the? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Are you talking about the emojis? Are you? Uh, you, you it sounds like. No, not the emojis. The emojis are obvious. The emojis, the emojis uh, are obvious. Uh, this is something a little more subtle. It's kind of like a watermark for our, for our channel. So you'll see it. Once you see it, you will never miss it again because it's kind of hard to miss. But if you're not looking in the bottom right corner, you'll never know. So check that out. For sure, man. I'm checking that out. And them brown girls. Them brown girls. Uh, YouTube. D E M Brown Girls with an S, all one word. I'm, I um, I don't know. I'm, I'm be real with you. Don't their topic uh, content ain't for us, right? <laughs> um, but you know that's my girl, so I'm a supporter. I want to check it out. And it might be something in there every once in a while that we can check out. But I definitely want. Because our our our, our uh, supporters are all over. We got men, we got women, we got you know old and yeah. young. Um, so I just want to make sure uh, they got their best shot. So you know, if one person from our show goes over and watches theirs, then that's one more than they would have had. So I uh, just want to give them all love. So um, hey y'all, support them brown girls. Um, uh, Wednesdays five o'clock. It'll be uh, it'll be out there. Sounds like it's a lot of fun. They're putting a lot of work out there. So. Uh, hey man, I wanted too. I wanted to say something, man. You know, 24. 24 is a big number for us to hit, man. I'm looking for 24. I'm looking for 25. I'm looking for 35. I'm looking for 50. You know, uh, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully, our viewers will continue to um, um, give us feedback. Let us know in directions that uh, that they would like us to take it in. And uh, maybe we could get some of them on. That'd be that'd be excellent, man. We've had a, we've had a couple people that we grew up with on the on the podcast. We've had some people that I didn't know, some people you didn't know, um, and so um, it's really we're doing this we're doing this for uh, for us, right? We want to just let people know um, our perspective our perspective and what we think about things, but. Really, it's also about our audience, what they think. We we want to be interactive. We want to we want to hear from them as well. So I'm excited to uh, see what happens uh, moving forward. Yeah, me too. And and 24 is you know you can make any number make sense, but 24 is two from 26, and 26 is half a year, right? So um, uh, uh, we laugh, but that's six months, man. That's that's. Uh, that's some commitment. And, and, you know, I'm committed to you. You committed to me. We committed to y'all people out there. And um, like I said, we're going to show up and we're going to keep doing this thing. And um, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. And we started this about being us, but you know, this has just been, and I'm segueing a little bit, but this has been a trying time, you know, 2020. Um, and I, I want to say it started with COVID, but maybe it didn't. Maybe a lot of what we're experiencing is, as my mama used to term, the straw that broke the camel's back, right? It's just, you can only carry so much before you snap. And we've seen a lot of snapping in this country. And, um, and I feel like as we've grown, as we've developed, as we've continued to do this podcast, we're just be becoming more in tune with the pulse of what's happening around us and giving a maybe unique, maybe not unique perspective on, on how we feel about it. And maybe it's inspired some conversation from somebody somewhere else, maybe not. But, you know, that's what this is about. You know, it's not about, you know, how many Instagram hits we can get or, you know, can we get to, you know, a million followers? You know, right now I'm looking forward to getting to 100 and we're, and we're close, right? And 
once we hit 100, from what I hear from everybody, the rest just kind of roll in. And one day you look up and you're at 500. Next day you look up, you're at 2,000. And, you know, and, and things can happen. But I don't want numbers for numbers sake. I want people that's going to say, hey, I want to know what uh, the brothers from the 818 think about this. And I want them to have the confidence that if something happened on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, come Tuesday night, the brothers from the 818 are going to say something, right? Amen. And I want people to be able to look forward to that. Amen. I was going to just say, I just got one thing to say, man, before we get into it. You know, uh, Robert Buck hmm. um, from um, Charles McClay uh, Junior High. You're high. Right? right. He would be proud of you, man. You said two plus 24 equals 26. And 26 <laughs> is half of a year. Hey, man. Uh, Robert Buck was our, our, was, our, was our junior high teacher, man. He taught math. And uh, Robert Buck would be proud of you right now, man. That's why I got my love for math. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, I felt as much as he did for us, the best I could do was pay attention in his class. And I did <laughs> so, yeah, math is, math is my thing. My girl asked me tonight. She was like, baby, did you... Um, were you good at like geometry in school? I was like, definitely, most definitely. And she was like, figures. And, and like changed the subject and started talking about something. What she was really saying is she what, but I'm not gonna put her on blast like that. You just put her on blast, man. You just put her on blast. <laughs> hey, that's funny because um, my boy, Don Ray Walker, um, he says two plus two equals Kwanzaa. And I was like, that don't make any sense. But knowing Don Ray, I'm not gonna ask. <laughs> to, to explain it. <laughs> oh, no, nah, you got to let that one go. Just giggle and, and try to change the subject. You know, domino, you know, something. <laughs> Switch it up. So, yo, man, um, I said my day was good up until about 6 o'clock. Um, presidential debate. That's what we're talking about tonight. Um, before we even jump into it, let me just say this, and, and this one's gonna hit you by a little bit. I, I, I wanna hear some comments about what you, the audience, thinks about what the image you're looking at right now and what it says to you. Um, it says definitely something to me, and we're gonna, we're gonna address that. Um, but, um, you know, I don't know if you wanna go first. I don't know if I wanna go first. I think I, I definitely have some thoughts on the debate. Um, I'm going to quote uh, 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 one of the cats that not not one of the candidates, but one of the commentators afterwards with something that I want to say, and um, and then I want to I want to get your impression from a, a few unique perspectives as well. So um, presidential debate tonight, man. Um, uh, number forty-five versus um, uh, the previous vice president uh, Joe Biden. How do you, so President uh, Obama will always have the title President Obama, right? He's never referred to as the ex-president. He's always President Obama. President Reagan, President Bush, President Bush, President Carter, President Lincoln, President Kennedy. You just go down the line, they're all president, right? Do you refer to the vice president as vice president? No matter what, I mean, I'm, I'm not being funny. I just don't know. Is he the ex-vice president, um, Joe Biden, or is he just vice president Joe Biden? Yeah. Supposed to be called uh, vice president uh, Biden, vice president Joe Biden, um, out of respect of the office, man. 
But, um, you know, I heard some names being thrown around. I've heard clown tonight. I heard joke. I heard you're a liar, right? Um, and I've heard some other things as well. So, uh, yeah, you're supposed to be called Vice President Biden. Even though he's not Vice President anymore, so it's still... Yeah, same yeah. same for President Obama. Yeah, same. You notice we skipped the current president. But we, are, we talked about that a couple of episodes ago. So tell me, man, um, you know, just kick us off. Let's, let's try to have a conversation unlike what we just saw. So we're going to respect each other and let each other speak and not talk over one another. But initial thoughts, what do you think? Oh, man, I, I, like you, man, I took some, I, I was watching and um, I was um, responding to, like, I was just saving some notes on, on the debate. First of all, my stomach was in a knot, most of the debate. Um, I wasn't happy, man. And I was looking forward to the debate. Um, I think that the, the candidates, especially Trump, was like undignified, man. He, it was kind of cringeworthy. Um, and at some point I was thinking, I should turn this off, man. This was a, this was a train wreck. But I, I knew that other people would be talking about it. And so I left it on, but I felt embarrassed for our country, man. I felt embarrassed for our democracy. Um, those are my initial thoughts. How about you? Like you, I felt disappointed. Uh, last week, maybe the week before, you mentioned the word disgusted in both of them. So at the onset, going into this, looking at the polls, looking at where people are, I felt that this is, if, if, uh, if, if uh, 45 Trump is going to have a legitimate chance of swaying voters, here's his opportunity to be anti-Trump. And not against himself, but against his form of politics, right? Start addressing some of the issues you have to do. If you really want to come out swinging, this is a debate that you can't lose, right? So you would think in any, con any contest, if there's a loser, there has to be a winner. And I truly felt that Trump did not win this debate, but I felt that Biden lost it. I okay. didn't see a winner. Yeah. I saw Biden allowing himself to battle Trump. And Trump's a battler. You know, he threw it in fifth gear and he came at him hard. Boom, 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 boom. And Biden tried to stay there with him and then remember, oh, I'm not battling you. I'm right at the camera. And then he would go back to battle and then right at the camera. Go back to battle right at the camera. And and I, I didn't feel he was effective. He didn't look prepped. He didn't look rested. He was stuttering. And 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 one of the things, I'm going to mess up his last name, so y'all clown me if you want to. George, I think it's Stenophilus, Stenophilus yeah. whatever his name is, yeah. one of the commentators. He said, I've been around for a long time. I've seen, you know, 40 years of presidential debates. I've seen this, this, that, and the other, and so forth and so on. And I've never seen one as bad as this. And that's exactly how I felt. From the moment uh, Clinton ran the first time, that was what, 92? Are you talking about Bill or Hillary? Are you talking about Bill? Hillary. Ah, that's funny. Bill, when he ran in 92, since that, that election and every election since, I have been actively involved 
with not only who the um, who the potential candidates are, but who the candidates are watching the debates, engaging in the election, figuring out what people actually have to say. And I've agreed and disagreed and so forth and so on, but I've never walked away from a presidential debate, especially the first one, feeling disgusted. I was just like, both of you guys made a mockery of our country. Um, no one who watched that can go, can leave saying, well, I know where you stand, right? It was 90 minutes, 45 of it, they were talking over each other, right? You couldn't even understand what they were saying. And Trump just did his Trump thing. And, and Biden, towards the end, started getting what I would even call effective. And again, one of the commentators brought up rope-a-dope. Now, I know you know, but you know, for our viewers, rope-a-dope is a style of boxing made popular by uh, Muhammad Ali. Ali um, was really you know, there in his fight with George Foreman um, in Africa, where he allowed the bigger opponent to just swing and swing and beat on him and beat on him and beat on him and take the abuse until he wore himself out. And then he came back and boom, 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 knocked him out, I believe, in round seven. Right, and they coined it rope a dope. People lean against the ropes and go real far back, and come back, and da da da. And so they, one of the commentators mentioned that Joe Biden was doing that, letting himself get beat up and then coming back strong at the end. It looked that way. I just don't see any political advantage to doing so. And I felt both candidates were a disgrace to their party. I felt they were disgraced to their country, and I felt that neither one of them served the American people for what we were there to see. Hey man, um, I'm gonna disagree with you just a little bit. I don't know if, I don't think Trump won, but I don't know if Joe lost it either. And, and, and I'll say this, um, I don't think neither one of them did a very good job. Um, both of them were very disappointing. I thought that um, Trump was bullish, right? And I'm making it light of it, really. Um, and I thought Joe seemed a little bit unprepared. Um, Trump was doing Trump. That's, that's what the Biden campaign should have expected from him. But um, um, Biden was struggling with uh, Trump uh, banter and he was, um, he looked rattled at times. Uh, you know, some of, the, some of the concerns that I've heard about Biden his ability to uh, remember and pull from 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 his 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 historical references, and you know, you saw some of that yesterday. Um, and I'll say, and I'll say this. Well, let me let me continue. But then I, I want to go back to that. Um, Biden didn't come into the debate with the same energy that Donald Trump Trump came into the to the debate. And it almost reminded me, speaking of a, a boxing term, it reminded me of Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson would used to come come down the aisle with that towel slit down the middle with, with those with those high heel uh, boxing shoes on with no socks. And he would come in and he was winning the he was winning the fights before the fights before the bell even rung. Right. Um, it looked like um, Joe Biden was on his heels and uh, not ready for the blows that Donald Trump was throwing at him. Now, Donald Trump, he threw a lot of blows, and I don't think that it really came off and looked good for him, right? Um, but I did feel like Biden needed to attack Trump a little bit and not 
just under his breath. He needed to say it not while Trump was speaking over him. He needed to wait for Donald Trump to to um, finish talking and then just maybe say something like, this is embarrassing. You're not presidential. I, and and this is you're making a mockery uh, out of uh, out of our democracy while Trump is not talking over him. So everybody can hear it. Right. But he didn't do that. Um, I don't think that he did a very good job of even defending his son. He kind of continued to repeat that that's not true, that's not true, that's not true, and that's regarding uh, Hunter Biden. Um, but I don't think that it was a strong defense ex except when he talked about his son that lost his life, right? He didn't seem like he was ready for Trump rhetoric. And the last thing I'll say is Trump needed to, um, Trump needed to improve his standing with the American people. And the reason why I don't think Joe Biden lost this debate um, is because Trump showed who he was and Trump base will love that. But Trump is trying to win other, other new votes, not just his base. His base is what it is. They're gonna vote for him regardless. He's trying to win new votes. And I don't think that he won any new votes by coming out and conducting himself like a child and un as unprofessional and unpresidential as he did. So no disagreement from me at all. Just as a point of clarity, when I said Joe Biden lost it, I don't mean Trump won. I don't, no one, no one won. I don't, I, Joe Biden did nothing to win that debate. All the things that you said are very true and the ways he could have came at it. He could have even went after Trump on him being Trump. Right. I mean, there's so many areas, his his uh, his uh, approach to covid, the taxes and these things he touched on. But, you know, almost as a lob for Trump to be Trump and flip it however he wanted to do. Um, you used the word unprepared. I, I completely agree. Um, you know, they there's been so many reports about, you know, what's Biden's mental health like? He's kind of old. He's up there. You know, um, is he starting to show some signs of X, Y, and Z? We saw some of that with him not remembering some of the facts or just, uh, uh, okay, okay, well, this is what I'm trying to say. You know, he was doing that a lot. Um, and Trump is Trump. He's not going to get up there and be anything different, you know? And, you know, if he was one of the homies, I'd applaud that. You are who you are, bro. I mean, you're just going to do you. And, uh, you know, we at least know who's showing up every time. But the thing is, again, he's the president of the United States. And that is a national office on a global stage, right? And when people from other areas see that, it's not Republican against Democrat. It never is. It's the, the ineffectiveness of our country's leadership. Perfect example. He was talking about uh, the forest fires. They're talking about everything happening out west. And there was a time, there was a moment where he was like, me and the governor of California, we're actually doing a lot better now, right? One, are you, right? I doubt it, but that's not the point. And he says, even when I went to other countries, they have a national, uh, what they call forest city, and so forth, and the country looks after the, the, the forest and makes sure it's doing well and so forth and so on. California doesn't do that. I'm like, do you realize that California is a state? Because you're talking about what the country, what another country is doing to protect its own, and you are sitting on top of our country. 
Right. So you're messing up your own rhetoric with that. And again, I expect Trump to be Trump. The reason I said Biden lost, because I expected his team to really prepare him on exactly what's going to happen and, and how to do it. I don't feel that he spent any time watching tape. It'd be mm -hmm. like um, uh, we play, uh, who do the Raiders play this week coming up? Uh, Buffalo. It'd be like we just lost to the, the Patriots. We're not going to watch any film on Buffalo all week and then show up expecting to win the game. I don't feel Biden did enough to prepare for the debate, knowing who he was going up against and didn't do enough to ensure his victory. Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I'm, in t I'm in full agreement with that, man. I think um, I was surprised and disappointed that Biden did not attack Trump on Trump on being a racist. Now he called him a racist, right? And I was like ready for that, right? But it was still kind of, it was still kind of hidden in, 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 in his debate, right? Um, he didn't talk, he really didn't talk about, he didn't call Trump out about being divisive. He taught, he called him divisive, but it wasn't, it wasn't as boastful as I would have liked. He called him, he, t he said that he's full of lies. Um, but I wish that he would have, I wish that he would have highlighted the number of military leaders that has spoken out about Trump directly, right? And call and, and the criticism that um, Trump has 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 um, has said about the military. He brushed. He he kind of he kind of covered this stuff, but he didn't hit him, right? It was just kind of like a glancing blow. And I know we're talking about a lot of uh, boxing references here, but it was like a glancing blow. It wasn't a direct hit. Um, didn't talk enough about Russia, didn't talk about how he continued to make racist statements about China uh, as it pertains to the uh, COVID, the COVID pandemic. Um, I feel like he didn't, there was missteps in regards to how he, how, how Joe Biden um, addressed COVID, right? Um, the statement about the forest fires that you just mentioned, um, most of that forest fires or most of the forest in, in all of America, not just California, is federal land. He could have called him out on that, right? There was little mention of character and morals and values and integrity and honor, right? It was little mention of patriotism, except that he talked about his son that was a patriot, right? Um, he could have talked about him being unpresidential and unfit for office. He could have talked about, um, the amount of, of um, crimes that and scandals that has been associated with the Trump presidency. He could have talked about the number of people that have been turned over in, 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 this, in this administration, but he didn't do it. And, if he, and, and when he did, it wasn't very effective. And that's what, I, that's what I'm most disappointed about. He was kind of like quiet. He was kind of timid and he was being attacked. And what I've always heard about Joe Biden is that he's kind of like a bulldog, but um, but maybe they, maybe he was doing a rope though. Maybe he was just like, well, let's let the country see what what Donald Trump is, and um, th they'll see it for themselves and see and make the decision on themselves. I would have called him out and say, "This is your president. 
This is the same person that um, supported the um, the, um, the the Klan in, in in South Carolina. This is the same person that talked about Black Lives Matter. This is the same person that said uh, when when the when the riots started, the 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 bullets the, when the the, the yeah. bullets start, starts right. Yeah. Right. This is the same president that that refused to uh, denounce um the the hatred and the racism um um racist groups in our in our country he didn't do that and if and when he did try to do it it wasn't very effective and and that's what makes me really disappointed because he's had weeks and months and and uh to prepare for this debate right so i got three things i'm not going to do them all at the same time but i want to make sure I, I hit them up so hopefully you know my own memory issues don't uh jack me up but um one of them is uh, his mention of, there was no respect in the room, right? And so when they came out, they kind of looked at each other, they greeted each other. I was like, okay, this actually might be peaceful. They agreed to not shake hands. I get it from a COVID and optic view. Um, at one point, Biden said- Unless they don't like each other, yeah. Right? That yeah. to me was just foul. That Biden would say to the president of the United States, Shut up, man. Now, I would say it all day long, but I'm not running for president, right? I'm not on that political stage, but he was like, you know, shut up, man. I was just like, wow, that's, that's ugly. Um, Biden or, go ahead. Can I respond to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk over you like, the, like this, this recent Hold debate, on, but I want to respond to that. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I think it would have been effective if he would have said it, and it would have been effective. The way that he said it was almost kind of, timid still right if he would have been like that i wish i wish you would just shut up and listen for a second the 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 the, the uh facilitator right of the of the debate has been trying to get your attention and you can't you can't stop talking i wish you could just shut up and give me my my two minutes and respect um respect the the agreements for both of our our, our uh, parties that would have been perfect right and then if he would have just said and, and and if trump when next time trump interrupted he was just shut up man let me right real kind of forceful instead of instead of kind of laying back right he was kind of he was just shut up man all right instead of being shut up man we didn't like we, we we've already discussed this could you just shut up right i would be okay with that but it was it was timid i could see that because it was really under his breath Right. Um, and it was it was a frustration statement. Shut up, man. I'm, I'm trying to speak instead of, as you said, look, man, we each made agreements. You just need to shut up and listen. Await your turn. I'll do the same. And let's start over. Give us two minutes back on the clock, whatever. Right. And so but what I'm saying is it was they were both so disrespectful to each other that it embarrassed me. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm sitting around somebody else who's born in the country. My kids are there; they're born in this country, and so it wasn't like in a public view. I'm like worried about what people are going to think, but it was embarrassing. And then Trump referred to COVID-19 as the China plague. It's all their fault, the China plague. And then he mentioned Pocahontas, right? I didn't hear him mention Pocahontas. He mentioned Pocahontas. I wrote it down, man. And I was just like, did you just? Call and I don't know. I, I remember him mentioning Pocahontas before. Is he referencing um, Kamala when he says that? I, and I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I remember him mentioning Pocahontas before. I remember there was some debate about it. I don't remember who he was referencing, 
when he said Pocahontas. And in this debate, he mentioned it right after they mentioned some stuff about Kamala, which was my second issue. Um, and I really want to hear your response to that. Uh, Trump was engaging Biden on some stuff that, uh, that Kamala had said. And he was like, Biden was like, she never said that. And even the commentator, the moderator, was like, no, she did. She actually said blah, blah, blah. Now, we didn't get to hear what the blah, blah, blah was because they were talking over each other. But he was like, well, I'm the head. I'm the Democratic Party, right? And I'm saying blah, blah, blah. And so I was just like, man, you're, you're speaking from a backstepping position. You're speaking out of frustration. And you're really collapsing the morals of your party when one, you don't know what your own party mate said, right? Because the person that was telling the truth to me in the audience or in that debate was the moderator, right? right? And so if he said, well, no, right here, it says X, Y, and Z, I'm gonna believe that. Now, obviously we, you were, we are responsible for our own knowledge and looking up exactly what was said and so forth and so on. But of the three people on stage, I'm gonna believe him before I believe the other two. All right, so here's my comment on that. Um, sometimes things are taken out of context, right? And I heard, you know, in, in both in, in, in from both parties, from both sides, they aren't speaking half-truths and sometimes just bold-faced lies, right? And I was listening uh, afterwards and I heard someone say they were talking about job growth or, or, or um, unemployment or the economy. And they said, actually, if, if Biden would have said in 2019 or 2019, um, job growth was um, the Obama administration out, out, um, outgrew the, the, pres uh, the, the current administration, it would be true. But current, it's a, it's a slight difference, right? And right. so it was a fact check, right? And so in regards to what Biden said in, in, in defense of, of Kamala, um, I think that there's there's like half truth like maybe maybe he maybe he thought that that the that the moderator didn't quite catch the quote and he was like that's not exactly what she said right but it wasn't a good look i could tell you that i didn't think it was a good look because the moderator was saying no actually she did say that but there was other points that um that the moderator was actually catching trump on stuff and and trump just Trump just kind of steamrolled the moderator as well, which again, wasn't a good look for, for him. Right. So let me ask you this. And, and there was a commentary right after uh, by someone um, in the military. And again, spoke to the embarrassment and so forth. As a military man, right? As a person who's, you know, been overseas twice, you know, in defense of this country, as a person who considers themselves a patriot, you know, what is this, what's to look for the, for your commander in chief right now? Man, again, I'm, you know, my wife is still serving, right? And so, um, um, my father served in the military, my brother served in the military. Um, I wouldn't say that I come from a long line of, um, of, of a military family, but, uh, certainly I, uh, I'm, I'm military through and through. And I, and I actually credit the military for probably saving my life and getting me out of the streets and, and um, 
um, showing, giving me some discipline, right? And so as a, as a military guy, as I looked at this debate, again, I'm just disappointed, man. And my, but my views hasn't changed as far as what I expect from a president. I expect a president to be presidential. I expect for them to, um, to be a leader and for them to show character and morals and values and, and, and think about the collective, um, both regardless of religion, regardless of race, right? And think about all of Americans and not just focus on, on one party. And um, I, feel like, I feel like this was a disgrace but I, I don't, I don't believe, I, I don't believe Trump is is uh, fit for office. I think that there's been a number of, uh, of former military leaders um, um, that have come out and spoken against Donald Trump uh, regarding his uh, regarding his knowledge and his and his ability to to lead this country. If there was a major crisis, that a military crisis, right, um, and. It's concerning because Trump continued to to bang this drum. You don't have one, you don't have one law enforcement agency that that's come out and supported you. That wasn't a good look for Biden because Biden couldn't come up with one, right? But but Biden could have easily said that I know that there the I know that there are a number of military people that have come out and talked and spoken negatively of you and here they are here's a, here's my list right, right? right. and right. why not say that but he was he was he was um he was again he was timid and he wasn't ready to go toe to toe with with uh, Donald Trump and maybe his advisors told told him that 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 wouldn't be a good look so um encouraged him not to go toe to toe with him and let let Donald Trump just kind of run circles around him but from some circles, from in some circles, in some communities, in some in some water coolers, people are going to say Donald Trump ran circles around him, and some people are going to say that looks like it's more presidential. I don't think a leader is a, is should be a bully, right? I don't think that that represents leadership. I don't think um, I don't think lying and 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 um, and telling half truths speaks to accountability. I don't think that. Um, Donald Trump has a lot of integrity in anything that um, in anything that he says, and I don't believe that Donald Trump is for the average person, which Joe Biden continued to try to drive home um, throughout the debate. I thought that was actually one of his more effective things, where he was saying about the taxes and so forth, and he's like, you know, Trump's about business, he's about this and 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 that group, and he turned and he says, but you people at home you're the ones that are dealing with X and dealing with Y and suffering from Z and so forth. And this is what my plan is going to do. He kept talking about a plan and the fact that Trump didn't have one. And I felt that was yet another missed opportunity where he really could have capitalized it. All you are is a series of sound bites to say, well, I'm doing this or I'm doing that, but you, you pull back the veil on the soundbite and there's no action. You don't have to do anything. You want to know how I know that? Because three and a half years into your presidency and Trump kept saying, I was elected for four years, not three. So three and a half years into your pres presidency, as you're on your way out the door, you're finally wanting to do something about the Affordable Health Care Act. Finally, yeah, right? Yeah. And so uh, again, you talk, 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 
but you haven't put any action toward anything. And, and that's what we're seeing. Even when they said, you know, when are you going to, are you going to show your taxes? Yes. When they're finished, it's taken four years to do it. Right. And so those are the comebacks. I agree with you 3000%, right. I was listening to Andre 3000 today. Right. Um, I agree with you 3000% that, um, that's a Trumpism, by the way. What's that? That's a Trumpism. Yeah, I know. Um, it, I, I, the, the, the point I'm making is I, I believe that Biden's camp probably said you can't go toe-to-toe with him like this. You need to go this path. But he didn't go that path. And that's what I'm saying. As you said, he could have very easily, you know, took the route of um, uh, every time he got to talking and Trump interrupted him, just got quiet and looked dead at the camera. As soon as Trump, you know, stops talking, see, this is what I'm talking about. If this man would just shut up and listen and let us observe by the two minutes that we talked about that we all agreed to, you can get my point. Now, the point I'm trying to make is, and then Why? he goes back and do something else. Now he's not battling Trump. He's letting him wear himself out. And then, you know, he comes back strong with something educated to say. Now, his rhetoric tonight speaking of biden didn't sound any different from any of his campaign ads that i've heard up to this point i yeah. think all his campaign ads i've only heard one where i didn't feel like man he got some issues he might want to go see a neuroscience a neurosurgeon or something and get a cat scan or an mri or something because he don't sound like he's all that put together he don't speak with any authority he don't speak with any confidence and and i think did you mention earlier that he was kind of a bulldog or has that reputation yeah, he had that reputation in his forty-seven years of service. We don't see it now. now I got a whole other segment to say about that, but I've been japping my gums. Go ahead. Um, regarding the Affordable Care Act, I don't like how Biden ha- has attacked it. Um, I feel like he should have just said. People that have your, you, if those of you that have your, your health plans through with, with the major um, um, health plan providers throughout the country, this is not going to affect you, right? Um, but he didn't do it. He went, he, he kind of chopped it. He tried, he kind of chopped it, uh, uh, chopped at it, and then he got to it. But the, but the question was whether or not, or how was it going to affect everybody, right? And I and I and I feel like he missed the opportunity of making making his point up for, up front. And I think that in a debate, sometimes you need to make your point up front, and then you need to back it up with substance, right? And, but I don't feel like he did that. He kept, I would say, four times he mentioned uh, your forty-seven years in office. Yeah, seven years in office. I, I just wish just once be like, okay, let's talk about the forty-seven years. One. I wasn't vice president for 47 years. I was vice president for eight years, right? That was four years ago. And prior to that, yes, I've served many positions in this government for a distinguished career of 47 years, right? Keep getting reelected, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But everything you're talking about, you're blaming me for a second seat position where I supported my president. Let's talk about you as the president and the decisions you made and the accountability practices that don't exist in your office. Let's talk about the X number of millions of people that have been infected 
affected by COVID-19. Let's talk about the 200,000 people who have died on your watch. And even according to your own people, the 200,000 more that could die even by the end of the year. Let's talk about the pre-existing conditions that you've established will not be eligible for your new plan, whatever it is, which includes all the millions of people who've been infected by, affected by COVID. Again, you see how I'm coming at you? Right. Is a, right. That's a way <laughs> where you shut him up and you speak with some authority. You mentioned right. he's a bully and bullies only respond to one thing and it ain't going to tell, right? It ain't being passive and waiting for it to, 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 to come back down. They respond to somebody getting up in their face higher than them. Right. Letting um, them you don't get to be alpha. This, this um, I would have loved for I would have loved to see him do that. I would have loved for him to uh, look at the camera and say, "I'll wait for him to finish." Right? I'm not going. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this schoolyard um, um, tactics. I'll wait for him to finish because I have my two minutes. And um, the moderator, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask my two minutes to start once he stopped running his mouth. Right. Something like that, right? You don't have to be really disrespectful, but you could put them on notice, right? And you could highlight, you could highlight just how unprofessional that he was. So, you know, bottom line with that, I just, I felt there were many missed opportunities for him to engage, re-engage, or try a different strategy. Now, speaking of strategy, this is the, this is one debate out of three, right? And we're all doing the water cooler thing right now. We're talking right. about what didn't happen and so on and so on. What we're missing, if we're gonna be transparent, is the plan. We don't know what the plan is. We get to see it unfold. I hope there is one. I hope that as ineffective as this debate seemed for you, I, and the millions of Americans that sat and watched it, that it'll make more sense when we see the second debate, right? Because this was my plan. Now I'm going to show about how actual ineffective it was. I actually went into the debate this way so I can get him to say the things he said. So now I can use that as fodder for the second debate, come back stronger to build my overall plan of the third debate just coming out super strong. I hope that's the way it happens. If I had to flip a coin, it would have to be a fake coin because I'm feeling like maybe that's 25% of a possibility and 75% will see more ineffectiveness the next time and the time after that. Yeah, um, I, I heard the, the, some suggestions that, you know, maybe Biden don't even debate again. I think that would be a bad look because all Trump is going to do is run to the media and say, oh, he's scared, to, scared to, uh, to, to debate with me because um, he lost the previous one, right? That would be a bad look. I think Biden needs to come out and he needs to come out swinging. Um, also, they need, to, they need to put some brakes on, the, on those mics, man. If they don't, if they, need to, they need to turn a mic on and turn a mic off um, and, and let someone with a mic off try to talk over someone that has a mic and look at how bad that's going to look. It's really going to look like someone's lost or lost control. Right. And it wouldn't be a very good look regarding, regarding Biden's mental uh, ability. Right. 
and his uh, his ability to to um, recall information. I think that he didn't he didn't convince anyone that that those concerns weren't there. But he's an older man. He was still able to pull it out. It just took him a it took a, took him a, a little bit, right? And, and just side by side comparison. I'd rather take Biden's ability to recall information, even if he has to pause and think about it and regroup, than have the president kind of spewing bogus, inflated um, uh, statements and numbers that is not tied to anything um, about about the that that's related to the question. I'd rather have Biden pause and say, let me think about this and close his eyes and let, him, let me think about it and recall instead of Donald Trump just, just telling lies or telling half-truths or um, going pivoting and going in a different direction. I agree with you, but we're talking about the optic of the president of the United States, right? And so that position is not one, in my opinion, that can afford the pause for a person looking to be elected for his first term, right? Number one. Number two, Preston asked me tonight, Dad, who are you voting for? Right? And I gave one of these. Mm -hmm. I was like, dude, for real? Is that a real question? I mean, there's no way I could vote for Trump. He says, well, Dad, that's not right. I was like, why do you feel that's not right? Right? And, and he's 15. But he said, you, because there could be somebody that's that much worse than Trump, and you really don't want them. Right? And so I paused. I was like, you know what? You're right. There could be somebody that's really worse. What I do know is that I am not going to vote for a person who I believe in the last four years have done nothing for me as an individual, me for my people, me for my community, or this country as a whole that is beneficial. Right? He says, you don't think he's done anything good? I said, I do. I think some of the things he's done towards business and so forth and so on is good. But we're talking about something that's that big and a list of stat long. Right. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, in this case, the bad definitely outweighs the good. But here's why I say that. We mentioned a couple of weeks back, is Biden really the best choice we could have came up with for a Democratic selection? Nobody's saying, forget nobody. I'm not saying that. I don't think he is. But he's a better choice over Trump. Right. But as I was saying tonight, when I'm voting for Biden, I'm voting for the possibility of Kamala in four years. No, that, that's not why I'm, that's not, um, I. That's not that, the only that's reason. Not, that's, that's not, not what, okay. That, 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 that's in that, in that camp for me. And it doesn't mean I'm ignoring what he's saying right now, but I don't believe he's a two-term president. I okay. Do. I think he's a one-term president and I see him as putting in enough work to start unturning a wheel. I mean, even some of the plans he talked about when, uh, when he's talking about investing in 4 million buildings and retrofitting this and so forth and so on is gonna create jobs and so forth and so on. I'm like, all that sounds really good, but what's the cost of that? And what are you gonna do? And can you do that in four years, right? Can you- No, they were talking about 2030 and, and beyond. Right, so if you're gonna do that though, I'm looking at the potential of what Joe Biden can do in the next four years to turn this wheel around, to open it up for the next eight for the next Democratic president to do amazing things over a 12-year span. Okay. Both being Biden, 
eight being um, Kamala. So no, I misspoke. I'm not saying she's the only reason I'm voting for him. That's not it at all. But she is a reason why I'm voting for him because I don't believe he's a two-term president. Okay, let me, let me respond to some of that. I think Joe Biden, Vice President Biden, um, what is holding the Democratic uh, presidential uh, seat um, um, because the party thought that he would be the best candidate to go toe-to-toe with Donald Trump. And I believe that's true. At least I thought it was true before tonight because Bernie Sanders would have gotten in there and he would have been as timid as Joe Biden was tonight. That's what they did not want to see, in my opinion. They didn't want to see Joe Biden um, um, speaking softly and, and kind of stumbling on himself and, and, and letting Donald Trump uh, run all over him. The bulldog Joe wouldn't have allowed that to happen. And the reason why I think Joe Biden is, was selected or is, is, uh, is the Democratic nominee is because he was viewed as the best candidate to go toe-to-toe with Donald Trump. Not because, not because of the other candidates wasn't uh, as deserving of being on the stage and, and being in these debates. Um, okay, so secondly, in regards to Kamala, I'm looking forward to Kamala and Mike Pence um, um, debate. Um, Mike Pence is, is, is quiet, right? He's quiet. You wouldn't even know that he's the vice president unless until, until like every, every once a month you see him on the president's coattail. He's kind of quiet. I, I look forward to seeing how Kamala will, um, will um, do fair with Mike Pence, right? And hopefully Kamala, a little sharper, a little uh, much younger than, um, than, um, Vice President Biden, she'll be able to recall and hit some of these points about the Trump administration that uh, that Joe Biden didn't wasn't able to do. I think that um, Joe Biden missed some wonderful opportunities to knock Trump off guard and and to uh, force him to be to become even more defensive than he was. I don't. I don't feel like he was very. Def- I don't feel like he was ever like felt like he was um, was losing the debate. Trump got left that stage thinking that he did a wonderful job, in my opinion, right? Um, but but I don't think Joe did a good enough job to to sway the audience into thinking that. Um, that he was better suited for that for that seat than uh, than Donald Trump, at least the the ones that are on the middle. Now they were talking about steel, and they were talking about the economy, and they were talking about that 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 2030 2045 plan. And I don't think Joe I don't think Mike uh, Joe Joe Biden did a very good job of selling that plan either. It's his plan. He should have sold it in a way that that. Because because he because it's his plan he he wrote it with his own hand right he should have he should have laid out the blueprint and the and the steps in forty five seconds and then continue to add to to and continue to talk about what what Donald Trump failed at doing and the reason why this plan was 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 necessary 
I, I don't know what their, what their strategy is. I'm looking forward to seeing how it moves forward, but I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little um, nervous as well. I'm a little nervous because it wasn't a good look for either party. And there are people that are, that are not decided, that are undecided about who they're going to select. And I just hope that those, those people didn't look at Joe Biden and say, oh, he's, he's old and frail and I can't vote for him. And Donald Trump is not that bad. The, the Democratic Party needed to highlight how bad Donald Trump really is. Oh man, so many places to go with that. Um, I'm, I, I wanna tap back to, you mentioned the mics. Um, I would love to see the commentator have an on off switch for the mic. And if somebody's going too far, Mr. President, Mr. President, click. And all you see is, right? Now, when that happens, the next day, the Trump campaign is gonna be, you know, the moderator is in the Democratic camp and is pushing fake news and sabotaging the president, da, da, da. But we're gonna hear about that tomorrow anyway, right? He didn't let me speak. He didn't do this. He was more, I see what side he's on. I'm used to it. You know, my true supporters, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's gonna spin it. And it ain't gotta make sense when he spin it. He's just gonna spin it. Like, you know, I walked away victorious and exactly what you said he left that debate making it uh, feeling like he did an excellent job the other note uh bringing up how uh biden didn't sell his plan is because he he spoke in his plan spoke about his plan while playing defense against trump he needed to go on the offenses of why on the offense of why this plan works as you just said, I wrote it with my own hand. This is what this plan means. This is what it does. This is where it, where it generates. Will certain companies lose their workforce? Of course. And that workforce can transfer over here because we're building a brand new workforce. We're not talking about the multi-million and billion dollar fat cats that you deal with. We're talking about Mr. and Mrs. Joe America at home that are looking for a normal eight to five where they can support their families and create safe neighborhoods for their kids to grow up in and support our educational system. Boom, right? That's called an offensive statement. He ain't backpedaling and playing defense. He's coming right at them with lefts and rights saying this is what's going on. And like you, I hate to use the word nervous, but right like you, I'm nervous about the next two is if his strategy is going to change because honestly i don't know if the bulldog is still there right yeah and that might be the problem and go ahead i i, I want to hear something because i'm gonna come right back to the bulldog statement but i don't want to uh, go ahead you know it i've watched him in town halls i've watched him talk about his son and some of that fight may have just been taken out of him with his, with the amount of losses that he've had in his life. Mm -hmm. He may have softened his stance a little bit. And um, that may be the cause for, or that may be the reason for him not being the bulldog that he once was. I saw him get fired up. I saw him get fired up when he was defending his son that lost his life. Mm -hmm. But, um, but, and I wish I would have seen some of that that was measured. I think that his his planners could have easily prepared him for Donald Trump is going to talk over you. What are you going to do, right? 
Are you just going to smirk? Are you going to look down? Because looking down isn't an issue. I mean, it isn't, isn't a good plan. And by the way, could you look into the camera? I know that there's a number of cameras, but tell me which camera I need to be looking at when I'm talking. Because he didn't look like he was looking in the camera most of the time. That's a problem. If you're talking to the, if you're talking to the American people, you don't want to be talking to the American people like this and saying, you know, um, is this the president that you want? You need to be talking to them like this and saying, I'm the president that you want, right? And he, he failed at that too. Donald Trump was all over the place, uh, but, but they need to clean it up. They need to clean it up. And I'm really surprised and, and embarrassed and disappointed that it was as sloppy and chaotic as it was. The whole debate, but also how prepared Joe Biden was for the debate. Go ahead. So last thing I'm going to say, and you mentioned Kamala and Pence. Um, I'll say it. Uh, I got a new phrase, uh, door dash lunch bet. Right? Because, you know, ain't nobody getting together anymore. And I ain't promoting DoorDash either, but I'm just saying, you know, Sounds like you are. You make a bet and, and we're going to do lunch. So you got to use your account to send me some food, right? <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, Kamala is going to rip him up one side and down the other. I remember her in the hearings. She's a beast. She's like, you know, you don't see it coming. Well, you see it coming now because you've seen her do it. But she is going to dive into Pence like it's the thing to do. It's, it's not going to be the bully tactic but she's going to hit him in so many degrees that unless his camp is training him to be something that he's not, he's not even going to know what to do with it. He's going to be on his heels backing up the whole time. And she's going to keep pushing at him until he falls over. That woman is skilled like that. Right. And that's what I'm looking forward to this coming Wednesday. Um, the thing I see it as, and, and I'm going to take you back. We hip hop heads, right? Um, do you, I won't even, I won't even quiz you on it. Back in the late eighties, it had to be early nineties. This group called crisscross jump, jump, crisscross and make it jump, jump. They introduced a new female rapper, uh, called the brat after six, oh, six, oh, four. Right. And she came on a video and she blew them out the water. And for like years after that, people was like, you don't introduce somebody who you can't lyrically stand with. I mean, it wasn't like they were in competition, but her lyrically, her lyrical content floored them like they were infants, right? And I'm hoping that the debate between Mike, Mike Pence and Kamala doesn't do that to Biden because she's a, she's a viper, man. She, and I don't know if you've ever seen her in action, but if in a debate, you know, I wouldn't want to debate her. And, and, and I'm, I'm that type. I'll come after you and get you on your heels. Matter of fact, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today to get them on the show because um, they was their Trump supporter. And they was like, nah, man, I can't do it with you. I was like, why? It's like, I've seen you come at people. I was like, I only come at people who deserve to become that. It's like, but maybe you want to come at me because I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter. I was like, man, it ain't even like that. I'm just, we just want to talk to you. And he's like, nah, I can't do it. And right, so people know that when I come at you, I'm coming, right? But Kamala, man, I, I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen. But when it does, and tell you, DoorDash bet, when it does happen, what I hope it doesn't do is create an unbalance in their campaign. It's not going to flip the script. We already know that, right? 
but uh, Dick Cheney silently ran the White Office while putting up his puppet, George Bush, to be the president, right? And I don't think it's gonna be quite to that degree. I don't think she can run the office, but you definitely don't want to go into the election voting for a president who has a stronger vice president behind him, in my view. Um, I'll take them as a, I'll take them as a team. And so whichever team is stronger, right? And so if we're running a relay race, um, I'll take the team that, that's stronger and faster. If we're running a, a, a um, potato uh, to potato sack race, right? Whichever team is, is stronger and faster, right? If we're on a, uh, on a, um, um, the, um, uh, if we are, are playing, um, what is it called? Corn, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the game where you throw the corn in the corn in the, the cornhole in, in the, in through the, through the circle. Um, I can't even remember the name of that stuff, whatever. If I'll take, I'll take the stronger of, um, of the, of the two. And, um, and so if Kamala's stronger than, than, than Joe Biden, then that just makes their campaign even stronger, right? And that'll just make the White House stronger. Um, and so something else I wanted to say is in regards to crisscross, man, I had crisscross jeans, man. You don't have to, ask, you don't have to quiz me or ask me about crisscross. Um, I, did, I did remember that the brat was, was, was up under them, right? But, um, you know, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of artists that has uh, bigged up uh, uh, and brought up other artists that was just stronger than them, right? Um, you see that with, um, uh, with Jazzy and then Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z came up, right? And did that. Um, um, Dr. Dre, he, he brought up, he brought up uh, Eminem and, or at least signed Eminem, right? And um, there's been a, there's been a number of, of artists that has fallen into, into that category. I, what I would do is I would take the stronger of the two, if you're a team, um, then let's, let's take, let's, let's battle. Um, that's like the WWF man with the battle, uh, you know, the, um, your, your tag teaming and, and Joe Biden is wearing his tights and, and Kamala's wearing her tights and, uh, Joe Biden's getting uh, winded. And then she go, he go ahead and tag Kamala in and Kamala go ahead and, and, and take, take, take the, uh, take the floor and start bouncing off ropes and slam, slam dunking folks, man. So, um, I'll, I'll take it, man. Just as long as, just as long as they're competent and just as long as they're capable as just as long as their team, that, that they function as a team. Um, you were right about Dick Cheney and, and Bush though. Um, uh, but, um, I'll take, I would take Dick Cheney and Bush over, over Trump and Pence right now. Sure. Right. And, you know, I was watching a TV show the other day where they were talking about we're supposed to be a team. And the other character said, um, the thing you don't understand about a team is everyone has to play to their strengths. This is mine. That's yours. Find your lane and stay in it. Um, my point with all of that is I agree. You're going to have a stronger player. You're going to have a player that's weaker. I think um, uh, Joe Biden is an excellent. He has great bipartisanship. Right. He has friends on both sides of the of the of the scale. Um, I think his long term in government office, uh, his, his long tenure, uh, buys him some access that Kamala just doesn't have. So he definitely has some strengths. But, you know, that person that 
you want to stand up in front of the American people and, you know, again, look you square in the eye and say, this is this, this is that, and the other, should be the President of the United States. And um, if he's not going to be able to do that, um, again, I, I'm a vote for him because uh, for, uh, you know, I, I'm not voting for Trump. I don't think he's a bad selection. Um, but the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm, I'm done with this topic, because honestly, for the next three weeks, this is what we're talking about, man. The next debate is next to next Wednesday or Tuesday, next Thursday. I think it's next Wednesday with the vice president. Yeah. So we'll be talking about this again. But the last thing I want to um, see, I don't even remember what the last thing was now um, that I was going to throw out there. But either way, man, I, um, I was engaged. I saw the debate like you. You know, I didn't leave there feeling like, wow, this was a win for our country or for the people. It was, it was knots in your stomach. That's what you put. And, and I was just like, this is, this is a trip. This isn't even a situation where I want to discuss it again tomorrow at the water cooler. You know what I'm saying? This is, it happened. It's done. Um, let's move on. You know, um, I'll say this too, to, to, to close out on my piece. The game that I couldn't remember is cornhole. I don't know if you've ever played it with a little sack. And uh, I think they used to put uh, corn beans in, in, a, in a sack and they used to toss it. Anyways, this uh, cornhole was a game that I was thinking about. Right? And so uh, the, the thing that I will close out with is uh, Donald Trump attacked Joe Biden on 47 years of service, right? Um, and like you were saying, you know, Biden could have Biden addressed that in many different ways. And I don't think in the next debate, Donald Trump is going to come with any different tactics. That's just not his style. He's gonna come back with the same type of rhetoric, the same type of stuff. But I would be extremely disappointed if Joe Biden is not ready to say, you mentioned my 47 years of service. In none of those years was I ever president. In the last three years, three and a half years, you've been president. And these things have happened on your watch call him out on it, right? And give him no no wiggle room, right? Because he wants to talk about he wants to talk about the bills that he that he helped sign and to be honest with you, he may have he may have um wrote some of those bills, but there was a whole group of other politicians behind him that was signing those bills, right? And so call him call him out on it, right? Um and and bring and bring those truths to light. Um, I, I, and I'll close with this, man, as, as, as it goes. Um, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of, of President Trump. And I said president. It actually slipped. I'm not a big fan of Trump, right? Because I don't think that he's very presidential. I don't think he's the best, has the best interest of all of the Americans that live under our Constitution, right, in this democracy. Right. I don't think that he is going to unify us. I don't think that he has the best interests of for the average man. I think he's very selfish. I don't think that he's a very uh, good leader. I don't think that he's very well read. I don't think that he has a high character or high, high IQ. Right. And for those reasons, I don't like Trump. Right. It's not because he's a Republican. It's not because um, he's, he's, he's a wealthy, he comes from, from wealth. It's not those things. 
I don't think that he represents the, uh, the average American uh, very well. And I don't think that he represents America very well, right? And so those are the reasons why um, I'm not high on him. And the reason why I think that Bernie, I mean, not Bernie Sanders, uh, Joe Biden was on the stage tonight is because the other alternative would have been Bernie Sanders, right? And I don't think Bernie Sanders would have done any better with Donald Trump's rhetoric tonight than Joe Biden did. Subject matter for another night. Um, there were way more candidates in the field originally than Bernie and Joe Biden. People started falling off and we got what's left or using your words, the Democratic Party selected the final two for their own reasons. Depends on how much of a conspiracy theorist you are and where you want to take that. Um, all the things you said about why I don't like Trump, um, right there with you, including his lack of intelligence, like you said, he called, uh, he called out Biden on his lack of intelligence. I thought that was a great opportunity for him to come right back over the top. Again, he didn't. Um, and one of the other things he said, and he didn't actually say it, the moderator said it, said, you've gone on record to say you've done more for Black people in this country than any other president since Abraham Lincoln. I took that as a personally offensive statement, and it backs up even more reason why we need things like critical race theory and, and racial sensitivity training and all of those other things that Donald Trump has outlawed because they're ruining the look of America. I, I will go on record and say uh, this entire episode, you and I have talked about uh, somebody who I don't even like to give any airtime to personally, but this is the season we're in. And as the brothers from the 818, we're going to be culturally responsible. And um, for all my people out there, if, if you're a subscriber, a casual viewer, uh, whatever gender you are, whatever race you are, I hope you watch the debate. Um, I hope you um, even engaged it to a level of watching uh, Sports Center at night just to catch the highlights. Catch something so that you can, it won't be on Sports Center, obviously, I was making a reference, but catch the highlights so that you know what's going on. This is not a time in any of our lives where ignorance is gonna prevail. You have, even if you just know, look, there's no way I'm voting for Donald Trump. All right, fine, go there. If you know that there's no way I'm not gonna vote for Trump. All right, I don't get it, but all right. But don't be ignorant about what's going on. The purpose of the debates, you know, one of the purposes of the debates is to pull the votes for those who are unsure. And even if you think you're sure, you need to hear what people are talking, what they're talking about. You need to hear where our leaders are trying to take this country um, so you can make an appropriate decision. And, and that's just, you know, that's civil responsibility. That's just, you know, the basic right of, of understanding. You may think, you know, the decision's already made and what I think doesn't matter. What you think should matter to you. And I'd much rather you be informed going into this situation than to walk around ignorant. So that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. So we got another month a month of this, man, another month and a half of this. Five weeks before the election. Um, and that's the other thing. They talked about the, the, the ballots. You know, the ballots come in, vote, vote early. Um, I'm telling you, if, if Trump somehow wins, I told you the American people love me, we won. If he doesn't, the voting system was rigged. It's not going to be, and he's going to hold to that office. So it's not over, even when it's over. And, and it's, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out throughout the end of the year.
Right. He said that he's going to let he's going to he's going to nominate another uh, Supreme Court judge and then uh, justice and then uh, let them decide whether or not he should be in in uh, be the president if there's if there's question. Man, they didn't even talk about the QAnon conspiracy theories. They didn't talk about he didn't talk about uh, the he could have called him. I think um, I think uh, uh, our governor um, Newsom called. uh, Donald Trump, a client, uh, a climate arsonist, right? Um, there's so many angles that 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 the that the Biden campaign missed, and um, I'm. There was a moment where I didn't even want to do this do this podcast tonight because I I was really disappointed, right? I don't know um, if if everyone else is feeling what I was feeling after after watching it, um, because. You know, I'm looking at at, at the, the people that represents our country. It represents me, right? And um, I was I was embarrassed and I was disgraced tonight. I hope that uh, the 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 next couple of debates are much better, and um, and and more importantly, that our country is better from whomever we put, uh, whoever is the president, uh, come next year. What you're listening to? Oh man, you know, again, Public Enemy. They dropped they dropped a new album. I didn't listen to it. In fact, it didn't have very good um, good reviews. But I was listening to Public Enemy. Um, um, I threw them on because I just kind of like Chuck D's uh, uh, how he comes out on some some of his albums. Man, he he uh, his uh, uh, he speaks. At least he was speaking some truth, and I saw I saw uh, Chuck D on TNT after he was on with Chuck, and he was on with Chuck uh, um, um, Charles Barkley, and he was on with Shaquille O'Neal, and he came on and 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 after one of the games, and he was talking about how he was a big fan of theirs, and and they were also saying how they were a big fan of his, and so. Um, I really appreciated that. So I, I listened to some um, some Public Enemy, uh, Black Stills in the uh, Steel in the Hour of Chaos. Man, that's what I that's what I put, had on rotation. I got a letter from the governor. Government the other day. I opened it and read it. It said they were suckers. <laughs> the army or whatever. Just giving a damn. I said never. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. You gonna make me pull that out, right? So. Um, yeah, I think I mentioned the last when we were doing the hip hop episode. PE had me black and angry before I knew I had a reason to be black and angry. So <laughs> they always got a special part in my heart. Um, I, I was in the crates, man. I was listening to Lou Rawls earlier. You as long as you live. I'm bumping some Lou Rawls, man. It was just like I don't know where that came. I know where it came from, but I was just like, wow, that's you know, was digging in the crates. Um, and then um, uh, I mentioned it earlier, and now I can Oh, uh, Andre 3000. So I pulled up some of those. Um, he got a song. It was on there when uh, he and um, Big Boy did their uh, speaker box and the Love Below album. So it was Outcast, but it was two separate albums. They dropped at the same time. And, and on his side, he has a song called Pink and Blue. Never and heard. It's uh, it's it's basically he's singing to an older woman about how much he loved her, right? And this Miss Lady looked like, uh, what does it say? Uh, 
you could have been born a little uh, sooner, but I don't care. So what that your head sports a couple of gray hairs, same here, but actually I think it's kind of funky in a Claire Huxtable way, you know, that type of flow. So um, check it out, pink and blue. You know, I'll shoot you a, uh, a Spotify link and you can check that out. So, um, so that's been in my rotation uh, today. Uh, Andre 3000 and uh, Lou Rawls. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, uh, maybe I kind of like that that PE flow, that Black Steel Hour Chaos. But you know, maybe I need to listen to some Pink and Blue too. Man, we'll see. It'll calm you down. It'll calm you down a little. Okay. You know. <laughs> um, but the wife's back for you, so you know, at least you uh, you know got her back in the house. I know that feels good. I'm happy for you. Um, I applaud you, man. Um, you know, uh, a lot of brothers. Well, I'll say it like this. People tell me all the time, man, people, I, I couldn't do what you do. You just manage so much and you do it. And I'm like, there's other cats. Thank you, but there's other cats out there like me that handle their responsibility and they just do what they're supposed to do. And they don't do it for the praise. They don't even do it and shine it. So you can see for them, it's just, this is my life and this is what I need to do. And, and I do that. And you do that. And you, um, you, uh, it was effortless. I'm sure it wasn't effortless, but you made it look effortless. Just, you know, you and your kids and doing what you needed to do. And the evenings we would talk, you'd be like, I got to, you know, spend some time with the kids and put them down and do the thing. And I'll get back to you later. So I applaud that, man. I think we need more bros like you that uh, silently practice um, our righteous living. So much props. Thank you, man. I uh, appreciate that, man. Uh, you know, I, uh, one of my greatest pleasures uh, in life is uh, being a parent and watching these children blossom and grow. And, uh, you know, uh, it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun, right? Um, I remember telling a, a coworker how much work it was for me to care for my children, like because my wife went out of town or something for a weekend or something because she was serving this country. And they was like, well, get used to it, right? And I was like, I wasn't looking for any sympathy, right? I was, that's, not what I, that's not what I was looking for. I was just saying that it was hard. I was just acknowledging how difficult it is, right? Um, and it's, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a debate that, that women do it all the time, right? Uh, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking, that's not what I, where I was going with that, but, I, but clearly that was where she was going with that. And what, what, what um, I would tell anybody especially with, with, with our, our household situation, is that it's difficult because you're turning it on and off, right? You're turning it on and off. For me to have my wife side by side with me for, for um, 50, weeks out of the, 50 weeks out of the year, and then for her to be gone for two weeks, I need to turn it, I need to turn it on, right? And that's that and and there's some difficulty that comes with that man so i appreciate you acknowledging that man it was a lot of fun i still need to catch up on some sleep so, all right people you've been hanging out with uh the brothers from the 818 my main man caleb and myself dave um you know we're just being responsible uh i'm sure you saw the debate too if you didn't check it out um if you did drop us a not a line and let us know what you thought um, and we're going to be back next week and uh, whatever's happening will be happening. Uh, we got some guests. Um, we want to do that and we want to, you know, not make it about our opinion. You know, if we got some Trump supporters out there that would love to come on and share their view. Let's go. And, and um, you know, Biden supporters want to share their view. Let's go. 
Um, I think if you look back at the history of our 24 episodes, brother, 24, we've never attacked anybody, and we're not trying to do that now. This isn't about shock jock or trying to make somebody look bad, but if there's opinions out there that need to be heard, hey, let's talk about it. And that's what we want to do. We want to talk about it in an engaging method. For tonight's show, you have been with the brothers from the 818 talking about the, uh, the debate this year um, or uh, that happened tonight. Um, you've been watching this on YouTube, so you know, right, we're right there. We're also on streaming media channels, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music. Still trying to work that iHeartRadio angle, man. I'm trying to follow up and see where they're at, but that's going to happen uh, soon, soon enough. Um, we're out there as well. You can follow us on social media on uh, Twitter at uh, 818brothers, um, Instagram at uh, brothers from the 818 um and uh you know just check us out uh click that subscribe link if you like the content you want to keep coming back and see more drop us a line in the comment uh we will respond uh if you got something to say uh, whether you agree with us or not isn't the point um we just uh always engage the conversation and don't forget to check out them brown girls uh uh you guys are watching this on wednesday so uh 5 p.m pacific standard time uh d-e-m brown girls with an s uh, check them out. Show them some love. Um, on that note, you've been hanging with us. We appreciate you. Remember, we are from the 818-91331, Pacoima, California, in the heart of San Fernando Valley, in the county of Los Angeles, state of California. And yes, we are part of this wonderful nation, the United States of America. And we care about that, whatever is going to happen, because we're going to be here. On that note, y'all be blessed. Y'all stay up. And um, peace out. He's out.